Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 38 of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast broadcast. I'm here with Co Reed. Lord. I'm here with Garbo. And I'm here with Griffin. This is the Rogue Company podcast, bringing you all the news that you need to know about Rogue Company. And we're going to start off first here with a possible leak that we've got going on. So there hasn't been a lot of information. Actually, let me let me rephrase that. There hasn't been any information released by the developers on the upcoming season for Rogue Company. We know that there's going to be one more update for the end of the year before we transition into the 2023 year. And it's going to be kind of weird because you always get a season, then you get a mid-season. You know, Walking Dead was the mid-season. So they're going to do the season update probably in what mid December. Then we're not going to get that mid season update until sometime January, February. So it's going to be kind of a weird transition into the new, new that's going to be going on into the new year. But as you can see here, we do have what looks like a kind of like cyberpunk ish, like I don't know, animal themed type battle pass oh, thing. Like we got a Let furry battle pass. Let me think of payday, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah. Because yeah. that weird Umbra doll thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, right. So, um, as you can see here, we do have uh, four skins. Of course, each battle pass comes with four skins. Um, and then you have, it looks to be a um, mythic weapon wrap, the one with the bones on it. looks like it is for the Hydra. That's the name of that weapon, right? It is the Hydra, right? The one that looks like the Scar? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so we get that mythic weapon wrap. We get a, you know, whatever this DMR weapon wrap is. Then we've got a couple of gliders, and we've got, like, more RGB rainbow crap. Okay, I'm just going to say, like, here's my thing. Yeah. How many variations of rainbows can we put on our weapons in Rogue Company already? (laughs) And do we really need more? Like, I understand that they're trying to, like, I don't know, make it look a certain way. And it kind of goes with the aesthetic of, like, the spray paint, you know, cyberpunk-ish type thing. But, like, each battle pass, there's at least one rainbow gun skin in the battle pass since we want to do a cyberpunk do like a neon splotch or something yeah right but this is better than rainbow yes exactly uh so we do get a pretty interesting anvil skin here it's basically the vulcan anvil skin just recolored with mouse ears um so yeah, they already had it textured out and everything. So might as well just pull that over and just change some of the colors up. Uh, that's an easy skin. Yeah, uh, the glimpse skin is pretty interesting with the fox aesthetic thing going on here. I don't mind this skin. It, you know, if it stays this way, because we don't have hardly any glimpse skins, and this is something that is absolutely different and and fresh for her character specifically. So I do like that a lot. I mean. Beggars can't be choosers at this point, right? So, you know, it is what it is. The Umbra skin is the weird baby face Umbra skin. I thought this was a glitch skin to begin with because of the the mask and the way that, you know, it's kind of laid out here, which would have made sense because glitch has how many recolors? So. Three colors? Yeah. 
He's got like four RGB recolor skins for him alone. He's got the dread one that's not a recolor, and then that's pretty much it. Yeah, he's got the dread one. He's got that one from the like urban battle pass, the urban yeah. warfare yeah, one. Yeah. Which is kind of a recolor, but not. I mean, there's so many ways that you can cut a hoodie open. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We got to come up with something a little bit different here, guys. Then the Switchblade skin is Switchblade with the uh, bunny mask on. This looks kind of like if you take um, Bioshock and and just throw neon paint on it. That's kind of what this looks like. Because they wore a lot of bunny mask stuff in that first Bioshock game. So I don't mind it, but Switchblade already has some really cool skins already, like the Infernal Switchblade. So I don't really see me rocking this over that, but it is what it is. With the roses. Yeah, there's that one. Then there's the one where she's got the, the sword leg. Yep. So, I mean, she's got some cool skins already. I mean, it makes sense. She's po- she's a somewhat popular character. She's not as popular as she once was, but, um, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I don't, there's so many rogues that don't have skins that would have kind of worked into this whole aesthetic that they're going with here that I don't know why they're kind of, like, Glimpse makes sense. Umbra makes sense. The other two, they could have, like, swapped in cannon for anvil and just took the mask off of him and gave him the same jumpsuit and it would you know what i'm saying like they could have got some lesser lesser skinned characters in there i guess you'd say so yeah i think that this battle pass is going to be okay if it's actually going to come out looking like this um i think that we're all just ready for something new i mean the battle pass cycles are so long at this point and I get it. Not everybody can hop in and just grind it out. But when you give everybody, you know, 20 levels worth of battle pass experience because your update sucks, then no wonder everybody finished this one like in two and a half weeks, you know? So next up here, this is something that was very interesting. Uh, and f- friend of the broadcast, KCKL, actually sent me the link to this. So this is the lapsed players survey that we have going on. And we'll kind of run through the survey, and um, and anybody can feel free to pull it up if you want to. But I'll I'll hit some high notes as we go through it. But um, we'll go through it, and then we'll talk about like what could possibly come from from a survey like this. So the first page that we get here is of the following list: Are there are any of these reasons why you haven't played Rogue Company recently? And then this is some of the 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 answers that they have. Experience bad customer support, server problems, not enough respawn game modes, uh, too many AFKs, maps are poorly designed, friends stop playing, experiencing problems with crossplay, gameplay isn't challenging, I'm playing other games, game is buggy, not enough competitive features, the store is too expensive, not enough maps, poor matchmaking, the game has balance issues, Experiencing problems with cross progression. Uh, don't like the visual style of the game. Experiencing performance issues. Issues with voice chat and messaging. Not enough for me to explore. Queue times are too long. Not enough game mode variation. Not enough strategy. Not enough gameplay variety. And I'm experiencing player toxicity. And you can check as many of these as you want to. 
And I find it very interesting that they have certain things in here, like not enough respawn game modes. When like, I would say nine out of every 10 game modes that they've released has been a respawn game mode. This game has a lot of problems. That's not one of them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, My friend stopped playing. How are the developers going to fix that? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to call Joe Bob's best friend, Bobby Sue, and say, hey, come back to Rogue Company so we can pl- you can play our game? Like, you can't do anything about that. Uh, the crossplay thing, it's kind of interesting that they threw that in there when they're the ones that, like, accidentally turned the crossplay on. So it's kind of interesting how, you know, how that played out. Uh, bad customer support, I mean... Is there any customer support? Ah, you know. So there's some very interesting things here. I'm just going to go through and um, check a few so that we can go on to the next screen here. So when you go to the next screen here, it says, what is the main reason you haven't played Rogue Company recently? So everything that you pick on that first screen will populate there, and then you have to narrow it down to one thing. Um, I pick server problems, so that's the only thing that it allows me to select there which of the three which three of the following additions do you think are necessary for the game adding interesting themes or crossovers more battle pass improved leaderboards or actually just putting leaderboards into the game i guess revamp of existing maps more gameplay variation more respawn game modes more ways for players to customize their gameplay experience fixing bugs and quality of life features more rewards, a battle royale, more tactical game modes, uh, improved party finder system, larger team sizes, being able to earn progress towards rewards from old battle passes, more maps, more cosmetic types, system to encourage playing with friends, more rogues, new game modes, and improved matchmaking. So which of the, you have to narrow it down to three of these things, you know, and there's a lot of these things that like you could, Absolutely check more than three of them here. It's interesting that they are only asking you to pick three of these. So I'm going to pick improved matchmaking, fix bugs, and more tactical game modes. Because, I mean, adding interesting themes or crossovers, like you did The Walking Dead, and that went over about as well as you could imagine. You know, there's not a lot of people rocking The Walking Dead here. So, like, what? Uh, and then have you played any of these games in the last month, which they always ask this. So I'm just going to select a few that I've played, you know, in the last whatever. All right. The next screen, we have some very interesting uh, things here. What have you been doing since you last played Rogue Company? Starting school, playing another game, major life changes, uh, starting a new job, taking up a new hobby. Other, I'm going to say play another game. What is your primary Rogue Company platform? PC on Epic. When did you start playing Rogue Company during closed beta? What is one thing that would make you play the game again? And then I wrote in better servers, better matchmaking, more quality of life and bug fixes. Describe your best moment in the game before the TTK changes. So if you guys had to narrow down, like, because we've been playing this since it was in closed beta, if you had to narrow it down to the best, when you had the most fun playing Rogue Company, when would it be? A long time ago. Yeah, I'd say about 
three or four months after we started, like right after the right after they reverted the TTK changes, is when I felt like it was sitting at its best. I get that. I get that for sure. I feel like I was doing my best. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And I think that that's like the best that anybody feels is like when they're performing at their top and you're not getting killed by weird stuff that's happening in the match, you know, server issues where I'm getting my shots are hitting consistently and I'm not getting shot by wanted bullets curving around corners. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's been so long since I can remember a time like that in this game. So, and then that's everything that they have on this, this here survey. So, it's it's very interesting because there were some people that were talking about this in the uh, creator discord that they actually got the email sent to them about, oh, you haven't played Rogue Company in a while. Do you want to take the survey? And they're like, but I play it like at least once a week, if not multiple times a week. Why am I getting this? And then one of the members of the development team, I'm not going to mention any names. It's like, oh, just go ahead and fill it out because the more feedback, the better. And I'm like, well, then why aren't you sending this out to everybody, first of all? And then if they're not playing the game and you have a core player base already, why are you not taking the feedback from your core player base into consideration here? Like, the implications of this survey, in my opinion, if people wanted to troll it, if people wanted to go through and just mark down, oh, we don't have enough respawn game modes, and oh, we need more collaborations, and we need more cosmetics, and they take this feedback in, and they take it serious, then what is that going to do to the state of the game? It'll, I mean, it'll absolutely make it worse, right? So, uh, it's very polarizing. Like I understand why they sent the survey out. I get the the ideas behind sending the survey out. But like what real good is going to come from this? Because you're going to have people that if they don't play the game any longer, they're not going to take it seriously. So I don't know, man. I don't understand. <clears throat> I mean, they don't take their game seriously, so how are we supposed to take the game seriously? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And, like, I've filled out almost every survey that they've released. Every survey that I know about that they're releasing for the game, I've filled it out, and I've been 100% honest about it, and I've made videos on most of them that I have filled out. And it's like, you're asking all these questions, and you're taking all this feedback into consideration, and you have... Multiple social media outlets where people are complaining about the same things over and over and over again, yet nothing is getting done about any of these things whatsoever. But you're going to want to ask the players that don't play the game anymore why they quit playing it and what they've been doing to do what? Nothing. Because they're having the same issues as the other people that are playing the game. So... I don't know, man. It's so weird. It's such a weird thing for them to do. I mean, I never got an email from Activision or Blizzard whenever I quit playing Call of Duty for a while. You know what I mean? Nope. They don't give a shit why you quit playing it. Nope. It seems like it's a a, a, a cry for help that's uh, too little too late almost. You know what I mean? 
especially whenever you can't listen to the feedback of the people that are currently actively playing your game on a pretty consistent basis. You know, yeah. won't even won't even try. Or when they do, they're like, eh, okay, yeah, <clears throat> shrug well, them off. Yeah, we'll look into that, and it's like, uh, okay, all right. So next up here, before we get into the community section, this is something that Pop actually submitted to me. Pop is one of the uh, channel supporters, so if you want to be a channel supporter, you can click that join button down below if you're watching this on YouTube. But um, this is very interesting. So Pop captured this from Switch and was doing some testing in the, the shooting range on the Switch. Whenever you kill yourself, in the shooting range, it'll actually have you spectate one of the bots until you, your body comes back, right? Until you reload into the shooting range. And as he was, you know, tinkering around in here, notice that there's some weird things that is happening with Ronan here. So the two weird things that's going on here is in the bottom left-hand corner, her character portrait is completely different than what it is in-game currently. And then her ability icon is completely different from what it is in game currently. And I know what the ability icon is because Pop's been messaging me. So this is the ability icon that is from the Rogue Company mobile version, Rogue Company Elite or whatever you want to call it. So that's what her ability icon in... Um, Row Company Elite looks like. But that character portrait looks like a more updated, higher quality character portrait than we currently have in the game. So this leads me to two questions. Number one, are they changing Ronan's ability? Or are they changing the emblems for the abilities to kind of like, I guess, streamline it across all platforms or all different game variants or whatever? And is this character portrait that they've got in the game right now something that is going to be unlocked with like uh, character mastery type stuff, like rogue mastery? Or are they working on upgrading or updating all of the character portraits in game? Um, or oh. is the Switch going to run the mobile version? Oh, I didn't even think about that. It's only on that, right? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So what I mean, whoa, okay. <laughs> okay. Fix so, the switch's problems, right? Yeah, exactly, right. So I guess the best way to test this would be like going into the shooting range on PC, killing myself and then spectating and see if I see the same thing that Pop is seeing. Uh if it if I am seeing the same thing Pop is seeing, then it's like, okay, there's something crazy going on here. If I'm not, then would they change the Switch version of the game up to the mobile version? I mean, if it'll it run might it. work better, right? Yeah, I mean, you'd assume if if a fifty dollar Android from Walmart could run it, then then fucking Switch could. Yeah, absolutely. That would be crazy because, like. You know, different characters in the mobile version have different abilities. And, like, what about all that purchase content that they have, like skins? And you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they, don't, yeah. they don't have the full rogues gallery in the, the mobile version of the game yet. So, like, it's missing, like, half the roster, if not more. So, it's like, dude, if they do that to the Switch people, oh, my God. That would be insane. 
Well, you know, you got people that download it on the Switch and it doesn't run, so they stop playing. Yeah, that's true. Dalton's, it's like Dalton stopped playing. That's true. He bought he bought that Rick skin and saw that the mm. the revolver was actually a Desert Eagle, and then he was like, "That was the last straw." But he he said it runs like shit. So yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I, I that would be interesting, and I could see him do both. I mean. I could yeah. see them do both, but it makes sense why they, these exist to a certain degree, because I mean, it's the mobile version is being built off of the same engine that the actual version of the game was built off of. And I'm sure that like, there's no reason in creating a whole new, a whole new dialogue, a whole new uh, like session for the code, just import the code, tweak it for mobile and then, you know, basically copy it over at that point. So it, I'm guessing that they probably do a lot of their tests in-house with kind of the same, you know, the same code, more or less. It's just like, are you going to go into the mobile version of the code, or are you going to go into the the actual version of the code? So it makes sense that it exists, but, like, letting something like that leak through? I just load it in, and I don't have that. Really? Nope. Wow. Okay. And Dirt Lord plays on a PC mm-hmm. on Epic, right? Yep. So, I mean. Got the old icon both. Wow. Okay. So. Now, you may check it next time you hop on, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check it for sure. Yeah. wonder if they've been testing it on. Switch would probably be good to test it on. Yeah, yeah, I think I would think so as well. Especially since they said that like the mobile version, when you play it on the phone, is going to have auto aim, of course. But if you play it with like a joystick input or or like anything like that, it's going to like cut the auto aim off, and it's going to be like actual skill. Well, it's sure skill based. Yeah, as skill based as it can be at running it like on a phone or something. So. So yeah, that's interesting, man. If, I don't know if they pull that over to Switch. Like if they have both versions, then that's fine. That makes sense. You know, it is what it is. But if they just flat out replace, they would have to refund so much stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To so many players. I mean, wow. You know. Then they would have to look, say, like, okay, did they play on Switch before and then migrate to a new console or a PC and pull all that progression over? Like, they're, they're so, they can't even put a leaderboard in the game, much less look at the historical data from all the players that have played it on Switch and then rectify their accounts. You know what I mean? So, but I do like the portrait. I wouldn't mind if they updated the portraits for, for every rogue to look similar to that. And then also, create portraits for every version of the skin that they have in the game right now. Yeah. I mean, I know that that on paper sounds like a lot of work, but too much. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would realistically say that 85% of the skins that we have in game are recolors of the original skins. So change a couple of colors and you're good to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, make a new gift. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, But that's interesting, man. 
it, it would make sense why they were tested on Switch, absolutely. But like that, that leaves so many questions to be answered, you know. Mm-hmm. So. All right, guys, this is the community section of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast. If you want to contribute in any way, you can hit us up on Twitter at Brocast. You can shoot us an email, broadcast at gmail.com. Or you can join the Discord. The link will be in the description down below. There is a place called Broadcast Contribution. So if you're interested in contributing, those are the places to do so. But first up here, we have a post over on Reddit by Carl Manjaro. The lobby feature we need. And as you can see here, there is a, a mock-up of a, of a design here. Your team won without you. Next time, stick around. Basically, and, and I know that they've incorporated this into other games as well. And I think that they've actually done it in other high-res games. I think they did it in Paladins for a little while, where if you leave a game because like you're not performing as well as you should be, or you're just like that type of person that's just like, I don't want to play this match, uh, you don't know how to stick it out, it would be nice if they would uh, send them a message and let them know, like, hey, man, you left the game. Team really didn't need you. So maybe get better and stick around. One thing that I would take in 12,000 reputation. Yeah, right. One thing that I would add to this is like, this is what you missed out on. Like, this is how much XP you missed out on. This is how much reputation that you missed out on. Like, and just put it in numbers there for people to be like, oh shit. Like the, it went on long enough to where they got like, 1500 experience points for their rogues and for their battle pass this that and the other like maybe i should have stuck around you know what i mean i think that that's a great idea i wish that they would add something like that in game for sure you know what i mean so next up here we have a post by the great brandon lee battle zone is unplayable the other team was losing so they decided to stay out of the circle and kept healing this needs to be fixed there's a video here and i'm just going to pull the video up as we talk about it so this is a lancer that is you know in the zone zone closes all the way losing health running around trying to find something you know where the enemy team is they're just chilling in the zone like sitting on chairs and emoting and stuff back here Throwing out healing stations and just staying alive long enough to win the game. So they're exploiting battle zone because of nobody thought that this something like this would happen. Like everybody can buy healing stations. I mean, and I know it was a bit it's a different game, but remember when they were doing it in Warzone? Yeah, exactly. They would right. just stem in the gas. I thought you weren't supposed to be able to stay in the gas. It would yeah, kill you just faster. Kill you. Yeah. And it's supposed to destroy anything that is left in the gas, right? Like any type of deployable, it's supposed to destroy it. Like trip mines, yeah. you know, these uh, deployable healing stations, you know, any of those things that are put in the gas, it should in theory damage that stuff and destroy it where you can't get the benefits. Mm-hmm. And like... Everybody can buy the healing stations, and then you can also buy and upgrade Energize, and per, or not Energize, but um, Gadgeteer, I'm pretty sure, so that mm-hmm. you can get that legendary version of that, which probably reduces the cooldown on it quite significantly, especially since it's a, um, a non-lethal gadget. Then you can buy Bounce Back, 
that increases the healing. I think whenever it's legendary, it's by 50%. So you can just stand in it and you're, you're healing faster than you're taking damage. So if all four people alternate throwing this down and buy the right perks, they're not going to die. And then you have a Dahlia and a saint that are reviving people through the gas as well. Like this is, this is, this is exactly what is deserved of battle zone. I'll say that. I don't like people that exploit games and, and find ways to do that, but you, this is your premier game mode and you have people, you don't know what to do with it. So you're just like, screw it. We're going to open the floodgates and allow people to purchase whatever gadget that they want to purchase and upgrade their perks as much as they want to and buy weapons and all this kind of stuff. Then you have people exploiting the game like this. And it's amazing that it took them this long to figure out how to exploit it because they made these changes like two or three weeks ago. So it really tells you that people aren't that interested in even learning how to exploit your game mode. It's crazy, you know? It's 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 actual comedy. Actual comedy. Next up here, we have a post by Achieving the Bag. All right. I see out here Achieving the Bag. Come back to this game after six months. What the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, right. So, disclaimer, it's going to be a rant post. Sorry. I get it. So, I used to play Rogue all day like six months ago, and I used to love it. Now I'm back, and all I can say is, what the fuck happened? It went from a competitive, strategic, teamwork-focused 4v4 to what looks and feels like a brain-dead run-and-gun mobile game for kids ported to PC. There's no more pistol rounds, no more Rogue-specific weapons, no more stra uh, strategies, People just run around, shoot whatever moves, and then repeat. It's ridiculous. Rounds used to take whole minutes and were intense, required teamwork and communication. Now the longest round I played was like 30 seconds. I used to be a saint main. Now I can't even play them anymore because what's the point? By the time I revive someone, the whole round is over. I'm really disappointed to see this game like this. It was one of my favorite games, and I always felt like it was underrated. It was a unique experience compared to all the other sweaty competitive FPSs. Seeing it turn into a kid's game made just to sell skins and battle passes is really sad. I hope I'm not the only one who feels this way. Anyway, thanks for listening to my r rant and rip to a great game. I mean, you might have been gone a little bit longer than six months because Weapon Mastery's been in the game for quite a minute. You know, like, I would say before Weapon Mastery is when it was the best. Yes, at least for me, because then I knew what I was going up against. Yeah, mm -hmm. that really changed it for me. Yeah, yeah. And Weapon Mastery, like they did the TTK changes, reverted the TTK changes, and then it wasn't long after that's when they introduced yeah. the Weapon Mastery stuff. That, that's when I feel like it was the beginning of the end. Mm -hmm. Because you took you took half of the strategy out because it used to be like Adam said when yeah. when you when you see a certain rogue you knew there was only certain guns they were gonna have like my guns got their gun I got them there was yeah. no chance that there was a fucking lancer with an arbitrator no chance no yeah. chance but now <laughs> now yeah, they can have a different weapon every round and you have no every idea every <laughs> round. Yeah. Yeah. Then the whole team brings out the arbitrators. Yeah. Seen it. I think it's 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 very interesting 
where this uh, this individual said it went from a competitive strategic teamwork focused 4v4 to what looks and feels like a brain dead running gun mobile game for kids ported to PC. That's exactly it. They wanted to appeal to that Call of Duty crowd so much because at the end of the day, like Call of Duty's got search and destroy. I get that. I know that it's been in the game for forever, and that's kind of what they base their competitive you know scene for CDL and all that stuff around. But like 99% of the people just hop into COD and just run around and shoot people and don't care if they do good or if they do bad. They get gratification just by like downing people and getting eliminations, whether they do good or bad. That is what this turned into. Even in demolition. I don't know why they did that, man. There's already a COD. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Stand out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I don't know, man. And now, if like with the RCCS gone, it really feels like it's in this weird state of like there's no vision, there's no direction, there's no, there's nothing. Like they don't know what to do, they don't know where to pivot to, they don't know what direction they want to take the game into, and so much so that they're sending surveys out to people like, what would bring you back to the game? I don't know. If the game actually ran good, it was the game. a motherfucking time machine. Fix yeah. the actual game. Yeah. Dude, since the last episode of the broadcast, this is the longest we've gone without really playing it. Yeah, exactly. We played a little, but yeah, not much. Yeah. I mean, we've, our right, battle passes, like, we're falling off, you know? And it's yeah. like, that's bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, m- most of your major content creators have gone the way of the dodo, right? I, I would absolutely say, like, whenever you pull up, I'll pull up the 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 Twitch stats right now, right, just to yeah. see how many people's watching, just just out of curiosity, see how many people. Yeah, three hundred twenty-three. How many people go. are streaming this? I wish there was a way to uh, to know how many people are streaming it. So you've got. Let's see one two three four five six one two three four five six seven ten eleven. So you got sixty six, sixty seven people streaming this right now. With three hundred twenty eight people spread across all those, and a good chunk of these people are from other countries. I'll say that there's yep. there's a pretty pretty there's a huge audience for third person shooters in other countries, and like why they didn't like go run with that is beyond me. I mean, that's, but anyway, right now you got a uh, Zave, you know, the, the high sniper rifle, whatever the fuck streaming road company right now to 19 people. And you have, I, uh, Pyrus streaming to 61 people and Dak attack streaming to 17 people. Uh, it's Derek is streaming to nine killer koala streaming to nine. So you have a couple of people, but where where's your major content creators at? Like I know it's eleven thirty on a Saturday night, like so that's not a good gauge. But the majority of your content creators have gone the way of the dodo, and they haven't exactly abandoned the game, but they've quit putting up as much content for the game, especially your YouTube content creators. Uh, Brad hasn't put anything up in forever. Radthar quit a long time ago. Um, Kelly Kai hasn't put up anything Rogue Company centric for forever. Like the Battle Pass leak that we talked about in the in the information section, 
there would have been five videos made on that by five different content creators oh, yeah. yes, yesterday. And nobody's talking about it. Nothing. Nothing. Nobody's Crickets. talking about it. Yeah. That's and, bad. Yeah. And, and I feel that the reason why you have content creators and also players jump and ship is because, like, nobody feels like they're being heard. There's nothing being done about the actual issues with the game, and everybody feels shortchanged. I can still hop in and have an enjoyable experience. Sometimes. It's not like it was where it was a constant, like, back and forth all night long. Wait, like, two years ago, and, and this is something that started happening, I would say, within the past year, whenever Project Saint and everything started happening. We would hop on there, and we would have back-and-forth games constantly, all night long. They would keep the momentum going. It would keep the spirits high. It would be a tug-of-war, all-out brawl to try to get, you know, to get that win, regardless of what game mode it is. Now, it's just like, you either run over the team, or the team runs over you. You'll have one match, maybe out of you might out of out of four hours of play, and you may have one match that is head you know head to head, and then it inevitably turns into a cheese factor, right? Because you play against this team, it goes neck and neck. Whether you win or lose, it is what it is. Then it cues you against the same exact team the next match. They recognize that they're playing against you guys because you can look and see who you're playing against before you pick a character. And they're like, oh, you know what we need? Lancer, Arbitrator. We need Dahlia. You know, Dahlia, roll, reload. Yeah. You same. know, yeah. Yeah. They stack it. Exactly. So, and that doesn't make for a fun experience because, like, I don't want to have to feel like I'm forced to play specific rogues because you're going to keep queuing me up against the same sweaty people that think that they have something to prove because they don't. So, I, I don't know, man. They're really going to have to make a decision on what they want to do with this game coming up. But speaking of that, that's a good way to segue into our last topic. And I was going to throw another, you know, community thing in here, but I think that this is this is a longer post. This is something that's very interesting. And I also think that there's some some interesting talking points that we can kind of jump off of here. So this is a post by Cheese uh Cristada here. What if the developers are actually fine, but someone keeps sabotaging them? I've seen a lot of hate for high res on this sub, and I've even indulged in a bit myself, guilty as charged. But recently, I've been wondering, what if Roko's developers actually are doing their job, and someone just keeps sabotaging them for one reason or another? We've heard all of, we've all heard the story of Cyberpunk 2077, or of No Man's Sky, or of Duke Nukem Forever, or of Mount and Blade. Bannerlord, how the developers wanted to make a good game, but the suits kept putting sticks in their spokes by uh, demanding that they add X or remove Y and saying that this sucks, start over, without ever considering how the actual players might not want added feature X or might have preferred the game to suck, quote-unquote suck. Oh, how many games ended up subpar versions of what was promised, how many desired features were lost, and how much extra time was wasted reworking them. Then we have the similar example of games like The Elder Scrolls Skyrim, when the suits effectively ran a sweatshop, rushing development to meet some nebulous deadline, and ended up releasing a half-baked game. There are These are all real problems. 
Now, I'm not saying that the developers of Roco are all honest. I'm pretty sure there are some lazy, money-grubbing schmucks among them, too, but I refuse to believe that they're all bad. Recently, I was looking for some videos to see what the game was like in alpha and at release. I found some videos advertising the game, showcasing it. These featured commentary or interviews from devs, and the guys looked so genuinely excited and dedicated. Then I compared this to what I've seen on some of the live streams where the devs talk about the newest Battle Pass update and patches. And the guys just looked so done with everything, like they didn't want to do it anymore, like they're tired. Sure, they smiled, but it wasn't genuine. Yet they didn't look like arrogant chumps that smiled to the plebs. They looked more like something was bothering them. I think there's a really unpleasant working environment at high res and that the devs are kind of trapped within it. They may have wanted to make a good game, and we all know they delivered, but now they feel boxed in and just do what they're told, even if it means not fixing bugs because it's ultimately not their decision to make. Kind of like how it happened with Raven Software, who went from making really cool games like Heretic and Jedi Outcast to making infinite sequels to Call of Duty. I think that instead of just spouting hate at everything Hi-Rez does, we should first do a bit of research, see who's actually involved with developing and managing Roco, see who left, who came, when, why, and how this affected the game and its development overall. I'm pretty sure that will find our answer. So this is kind of interesting, right? Because Hi-Rez has had a history of doing this. This is why I wanted to bring this up. Um, and we've talked about this before, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, retread it here. Whenever Paladins was, Paladins was in development, uh, there was a suit, a higher-up. I don't know if it was the CEO. I don't know if it was the, the actual owner, because it's a private company and all that kind of stuff, that would get the builds of the games, find a character that they thought was visual, visually mm. pleasing, that they, you know, that they liked. They would actually play with that character. And because they're not like... A developer or they're not like a hardcore gamer or anything like that would do very subpar so they would demand you work on this character you make this character better so that i'm better with this character instead of like learning the character learning the cooldowns learning the abilities and everything and becoming naturally better with them demanded that they fix the character in their eyes which made the character completely out of balance that's what happened to mave mave is that character that that person was like I'm not good with this character, so make yeah. this character better. And they did. And she was a fucking problem for... We always hated it. Like Yes, exactly. So there's a history of this type of thing happening at high res. Now, if this is something that is continuing to go on, I have no idea. But honestly, it would not surprise me. Because if someone is looking at the gaming industry at a high level, right... Someone that has the authority to say and get things done whenever they snap their fingers. And they look and see what's popular right now. Okay, what's popular? Well, Call of Duty came back in a massive way around the same time that Rogue Company uh, actually came out and was available for free download for everybody. So it makes sense why it's like, oh, cater to the more Call of Duty crowd. Give people more customization options, even though it's going to upset the balance of the game. Then Warzone explodes. Apex explodes. Uh, PUBG goes free to play and explodes. Well, we've got to make something that is kind of like a battle royale, even though we've got a battle royale here at high res. So let's create a game mode where it's like a little mini battle royale. 
And that's where Battlezone comes from. It and nobody likes it. Exactly. It honestly wouldn't surprise me if there was someone over there that was demanding all these things happen. You've got to give them more customization. You've got to open up the weapons for everybody. You've got to make it easier for people to hop in and to be good at the game. You've got to make a, a, a battle a battle royale ripoff game mode uh, and put it in the game. You've got to do all this stuff. And like you have the players on one hand that's like, we don't want all this. We want the way that it was before. We want it to where it's not a faster TTK. We want it to be more strategic. We want it to be more... Um, tactical. We want it to be a little bit more thought put into actually executing, you know, planning or defusing the bomb as opposed to I run in, I shoot gun, I win. Like something more than that. And like it's just been veered off course. It's, well, it's when I think about that, I don't think about the devs like sabotaging the game. But I know, well, they don't look at Reddit anymore. No, not at all. They just don't even look at it because the feedback was. You want feedback, but you don't want feedback. Yeah, right. How's that work? Well, but some of the stuff like that TTK thing, man, there was a certain kind of just, I've never followed a game like we followed this one. Yeah. It's fucking road company every goddamn day for two years, you know? Yeah. Constantly talking about it, looking at stuff. After that TTK change where they had to revert it back, it was almost like some of the people working there were like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Oh, you want that? Mm. Yeah. We'll, we'll get around to it. Yeah. Yeah. They and had a different attitude. Yeah. They, they really did have a different, because they tried to talk it up and sell it so much. And when it came out, man, it just, it wasn't what people wanted because they were so invested into the way that the game currently played. They were so invested in the way that things were we're going and flowing in the game already. Why would you want to shake that up in any capacity whatsoever? I mean, when they release a new version of Call of Duty, yes, there are some minor slight tweaks to the TTK for that. But that's from addition to addition that these things happen. They make weapon balances as they go, and the TTK for certain weapons within and of itself change, but the overall TTK of the game stays fairly consistent across the entire lifespan of that specific game. Why would you think it would be okay to go in there and to be like, you know, this game where you can take a couple of bullets and you can still move your position up a little bit. Now you're not going to be able to even yeah. make it anywhere close to that. Now you got to hide behind cover. That doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. Look. Yeah. Don't move. <laughs> and the people that were out there I mean, shilling, Oh, go ahead. All I said was not even a snitch. My bad. No, you're good. But the people that were out there shilling this as well, that's like, oh, you guys didn't give it enough of a chance. And, oh, no, I actually like the TTK change. How? You like the TTK change because you can prey on people in the game mode itself. You, I mean, and that's all that it came down to. It's definitely to. good for a kill race. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I, I'm assuming that this is one of the reasons why, you know, certain developers were appointed to other other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, either the A, they had an idea and it didn't fly. So they got, they failed upwards to a mobile version of the game. Or that they couldn't stand the criticisms of how things were going because they're the ones that's like, I know what we can do to make things better. 
And then they're like, okay, go do that. And then it fails miserably and has to be reverted. And then they put their head down in shame and they're like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Probably shouldn't use your personal social media. That's true. You don't want to be the face of something. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get yelled at. Mm -hmm. More than you get praised. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. And I know that, like, I get it. You know, you put yourself out there. You want to deliver a very interesting and unique experience. And that's what you did to start with. And everything was flowing. Yeah. It was flowing in the right direction. Everything was going great. Transparency. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Right. All of that went out the window, completely out the window. And Remember when the lead developer used to come on and do the update shows? Yes. I remember. Remember when the lead developer was like, hey, we're thinking about making this change to Trench. This is what it does currently. This is what we're considering doing. What do you guys think? And put a poll up. Do you guys think that this is a good change or a bad change? And tell me why you do you like it or dislike it. I mean, you got feedback then. I mean, and it may. Yeah, they can't act like they've never had enough feedback. That's the thing. They've had plenty, dude. Even with that survey, how many times do people have to answer these questions? Read your fucking Twitter. Yeah, it's like you don't need you don't need logs. No. I've told you what's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. Or Reddit once in a while. You'll see. You'll see what people don't like about this game and what could be changed to make it better. Yeah. In, in a that fireside rate. chat, she was like, they don't go to Reddit. Yeah. They don't look at that no more. Yes. They get their but feelings there's 66, hurt, 66,000 people in here. Yeah. And they're giving good feedback. And most of them are posting about the same things over and over again. Yeah. I mean, and I know. Over and over. And I get it. From from a creator's standpoint, and they go on Reddit and they're like, oh, it's just people bitching about the same thing over and over again. If it's one or two people, if it's a handful of people, then it's like an isolated occurrence, right? It's an isolated incident. If it's like hundreds of people. It's widespread. Exactly. Exactly. It, it's it's like you're going to have to do some type of quarantine of this issue and figure out what the what the contagion is and then go in there and eliminate it. Like, you know, you have well, to. If, if they're saying something along the lines of like there, it's people saying the same shit, maybe change that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. If, if, if 400 maybe, yeah. people bitch about it, then change. That's what you need to change. Not someone being like, Ronan's face looks a little weird. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who who really wanted a trench a trench rework? I don't want to get shot behind walls. That's yeah. That's a big one for me. I would like uh if I would love that if my crosshair is on someone, the bullet hits them every time. They should have fixed that aim assist a year ago. Yeah. It's ridiculous that it's still an I did. Issue. I haven't experienced aim assist in this game. To this day, I don't know. I can feel it in Call of Duty. I can feel it in Apex. I don't feel it in this game. Yeah. Feels like I'm playing Rainbow Six. <laughs> Dude, every day, remember Zerger, every day. Ooh. Aim assist. Aim yeah. assist. 
messed up. It's broken. I got proof. They just blocked him. Yeah, right. Yeah, dude. That's what, what proof? Like, what? What proof? Send me the proof. I'd have been like, let me get the proof. Yeah. People will leave. People have left. They're gone. Yeah. So, so many. Gone. Left. And they're not coming back. No. Nope. I mean, I'm just wondering what they're going to, because we'll get the, the high res showcase in January. And that'll probably be when that, uh, the mid season, you know, the mid season nine announcements is, are going to be happening and everything. And it was early on in 2022 when we got the whole Project Saint initiative announcement. What what are they going to promise and not deliver on this year, this coming year? You know what I mean? You're right. Well, you're coming out, you're like, we got more skins. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But I already have skins. Yeah. I got a bunch of skins. Because, so you know, spent a bunch of money. So many. But the game, there's problems. Yeah. Please focus. Like you so said, we can Griffin, continue to, to have a player this. base. They need to do it. It's going to die real soon. It's going to die. I saw on the on the Steam charts, October of last year was the biggest drop. It was thirty three percent drop in players. Wow! All, right? All year, you're like four percent, two percent, and then and then October of this year, twenty one percent drop. It went back because up. So many games come out in late October, yeah. early November. Those Christmas that, presents. It, I mean, right now there's four other games that I could go, go happily play online other than this. Yeah. A lot of the people that I follow on Discord that play Rogue Company, they're playing those other games now. I can see. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're all playing Most of games. them are free to play now. Yeah. Apex is, in my opinion, one of the best BRs out there, and it's free to play. Yeah. You just got to grind a little bit to unlock characters, and who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy it. I, mean, I, enjoy it. I, I enjoy grinding to get characters in that game. Yep. I know that since the game came out of beta, it's been like a ghost town. I mean, it's, we'll, it's been worse since it's been fully released. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The beta was a superior version of this game. Yeah, for sure. And that's bad. 23 million. Yeah. And rising. Yeah. So, I mean, and dude, and you can tell it, the the amount of people that we play with and against that have just recently installed the game and started playing it versus people that we play against that have skins, know what they're doing, know how to use their weapons, abilities, things like that. It's more and more new players. And like, that's good. You want to continue to bring new players into the game. How long are they sticking around? But you don't want around? them playing against us. Yes, exactly. Their first you also match. want to retain your people that have already bought skins and stuff. And the problem is I'm not seeing a lot of people with skins and shit anymore. Yeah. You might get one person on a team that has a different skin other than the default or one that you get quickly early in the game. Yeah. That's where, you know, we come in there in a four-piece and we're all rocking different shit. Yeah. Character skins, weapon skins, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. Weapon skins, the whole nine yards. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we're dropping lawn chairs on people. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's different gliders and boards uh, and shit. Running yeah. over new people is not fun. 
No. It's not. It's very boring. You feel it bad for It makes me feel them. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Not fun. You'd be like just trying to get a kill. Before yeah. you know it, the whole team's dead. It's like, well, I think I'll just sit down. Y'all got it. <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah. I'm going to save my energy for the next team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. It's interesting, man. And if the if someone over there is actually like because and I'm gonna compare this to it because it's a high risk game, but Paladins went through the same walls. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it blew up, had a bunch of people playing it, this, that, and the other, and then like as things started not making sense as far as like update cycles, balance changes to the game, like core gameplay changes, things like that, people started trickling off, trickling off, trickling off. And then once that turn finally happened to where like the people that were in charge that actually knew what they were doing and had a vision for the game and what they wanted the game to be started making decisions and making actual good balance changes to it, you've seen it kind of rise a little bit more in popularity and people are coming back to it and enjoying playing it. I came back to it recently just to see what it was like. And like, there's still weird inconsistencies in it. Like it it was built in an older engine like there's you know and it's made with this spaghetti string of code that people have to like decipher like at some hieroglyphics on a wall to try to make some changes to it but it feels for the most part somewhat balanced there are you know newer characters that they're releasing that are very op things like that but a lot of the older characters that were issues like Maeve, for example they went in there and they completely changed that character around. And it's, it's a viable character that actually takes skill to use. That isn't a cheese ball that you're playing against. They, they brought it back. They brought it back in a big way. Rogue company can do the same thing. The game's not dead yet. And it's not on its deathbed. I don't think, but it will be if they continue to go down this this avenue and if there's someone there that is like making these decisions for them or demanding that them that the developers do certain things then either that person needs to be like fired and removed or at least remove themselves from the business and say look cuz if I'm the owner if I'm the CEO if I'm one of the higher ups Bring players in, keep players in the game so that they spend money. This whole free-to-play model is great, and I love free-to-play games, but like it doesn't work if your game is almost unplayable because you can't take the time that you need to work on things that need to be worked on because you need to put things in the game that makes money. It's a vicious cycle that you put yourself into to begin with, and that's just the reality of it. Yeah. You the you made the game in the state that it is in now. So you can fix it. You're just going to have to lose a little money in the process of doing that. And I know that your pride is so high that you don't mm-hmm. want to put some type of like uh, crowdfunding thing out there. But if you did, if you had a vision and you did something like that, I guarantee you people would come out of the woodwork where it's like, oh, you're going to bring the game back to where it was before, where like minimal bugs, minimal server issues, better matchmaking, like everything is going to run better overall. Yeah, I'll throw a couple of bucks at that. Why Dude, not? I'll buy a battle pass that, and there's no battle pass. It's exactly. just, this is to fix, this is the fun to fix the game. Yeah, right. I'll give you 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. 
I've gave you, you know, several hundred. Yeah. Might as well throw another tenner at you. Exactly. Yeah. Something's going to have to be dead. But I don't know. We'll see. If someone is over there and if the developers are under this person's thumb that much, then there needs to be a massive message sent to that individual. And I'm not saying something crazy or anything like that, but like it would be a shame if someone just, I don't know, happened to leak that information to the community. You know what I'm saying? Put that on fucking Reddit. Exactly. It would be a shame if we all found (laughs) out exactly who it was so that we can divert our attention to someone else since they seem to know what they're doing over there. You remember not too long after the TTK thing, or what was it, Chisholm? Yeah. When he came out, it was like, people are sleeping on Rogue Company. 23 million downloads. It's got all, and it's like, what do you know? Who are, yeah. What? Yeah, right. Have you been on Reddit? Yeah, exactly. But we'll see what happens, man. I I know that, you know, we are on the tail end of, uh, of November as of recording this. So, and this will come out like right before December starts. And then that'll give us one, maybe two more episodes. Of course, we'll be talking about the new battle pass update and all that kind of stuff. If something like, and I said this whenever they did the last, you know, update that they did with, uh, season eight, I guess is what we're in now. They didn't make a massive push to try to make things better then it was going to continue to go downhill. And that's exactly what's happened. If they don't plant their flag firmly in what the, what, what direction that they want the game to go in and what direction that they see the game succeeding in, and then making active changes to the game to try to keep the player base broadcast is going away. Something else is coming back in. You know what I mean? Well, dude, we don't play this game all the time. Like most of the people that have left. Yeah. We had set numbers. It took us longer to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. And when when these people start falling off, yeah, that's when you need to worry. Exactly, right. But this has been episode number 38 of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast. If you want to contribute in any way, you can hit us up on Twitter at Brocast. You can shoot us an email, broadcast at gmail.com, or you can join the Discord The uh, link will be in the description down below. There is a broadcast contributions section. But for this episode, I'm here with Co Reed. I'm here with Darlord. I'm here with Garbo. And I'm here with Griffin. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for watching. And we will hopefully catch you on the next episode. Have a good one, guys.